0: Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> that's our new jingle <laughs> Simon's sanded our new intro <laughs> i went actually spoke to a guy the other day about doing a um a voiceover. i went and met the voiceover guy the other day okay it was just i just went to meet and we didn't talk about anything but um yeah we've got to come with a script and get a, a voiceover written for the the intro so yeah that's the new one to now it's like a 2 d 2 thing
1: yeah well you could you show me the the core star wars thing and i was like
0: Welcome to the Base View Podcast. I'm Craig Harriman. I'm with Simon Jones. How's your week going so far, Simon? Really good. What did you do this weekend, Simon? I, I played a golf tournament. Played very well, apparently.
1: I played well, play okay on the second day. Uh, no, so I, I won the second place in the net division for golf, so it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it a lot, and it was a, it was a cool experience. Uh, I, I was very surprised, to be honest, but uh, I, I just hung it in together.
0: Okay, so it took me through two days. Mm-hmm. And how many rounds of golf did you play? Just two. Two, two rounds of golf. Yeah. And how many people? 100. And you came second?
1: Second in the net division, and I came 17th in the gross. So I think RX and scaled. And you came second in the scaled?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow, man, that's yeah. awesome. I have 100 people? That's dope. Yeah, so, that's cool. <laughs> so it's cool. Uh, so I still got
0: it in there somewhere. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm and I have to talk about this coffee. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah,
1: so um, it's a cool little story. It was recommended for me by one of the girls I work with, uh, Oakley. Uh, and she was like with the first customer when the guy opened and the guy used to make coffee out of his house and he had like a little, little micro roaster so if he made coffee he could only do it in 250 gram mm. batches so like one bag of coffee oh wow bag at a time yes yeah, so either you just look like a drug dealer <laughs> and then um and then he really wanted to open a coffee shop after he spent some time in australia and learning from some of the best coffee shops there okay and then um so came over saved some money up and then bought a bigger roaster so you can do one kilo batches now and he has a little coffee shop in Glasgow. So uh, when I did the seminar there, I was like, that's the first place I'm going to. And the guy's from where? From from Scotland. Okay, from Glasgow. Yeah. So um, very, very very nice guy, Robbie. And uh, so I just sat there. Uh, I had uh, a good cup of coffee, good chat. I poured my own coffee there, so it was fun. Of course. They, he even did like food. I had a great little pumpkin soup there. Oh wow. It was beautiful. And then um, yeah, and then the the like, I might butcher this, but the, the the name of the coffee shop is Canary Girl Coffee. And it was I think um for his grandma, who in World War two she was making all the munitions, and they were called the Canary Girls, because since they were working on all the gunpowder and stuff like that, like their skin was turning yellow. Canary uh. Girls. so that's where the name came from, and even when you see the logo, it's like representation of that so yeah, if you check right, out the cool. website, canary go yeah, you can order the coffee wherever and it's it was really cool. So I brought a, a couple of bags back, and that's what we're having this morning, and made coffee for a bunch Guatemala of people.
0: beans roasted in Glasgow. Yeah. And, uh, so I turned Yeah, into you made coffee for half the gym this morning. Yeah, I, was, I, I was the barista this morning. I really enjoyed it. Actually I walked in the kitchen, and there's like 12 cups of coffee. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's cool. So I hope everyone enjoyed it. I am very much enjoying it. We're, and then uh, me and Ahmed heading over to Climbing Go, I said earlier. Yeah, test that it's out.
1: a pretty cool setup there. It looks really Cause, cool. Because Boone's there, too.
0: In the mall. Yeah. Ah. So
1: so like uh, climbing goes in the middle. Okay. And then uh, if you look, if you sit in see seat, and you look to the left, you'll see Seventeen Sixty Two. It's got a little pop up thing. Okay. And then if you look behind you, you'll see the Boone Coffee. Wow. Yeah. So it's all there. All the coffee you can have spaces. like a coffee stop. So those are so Seventeen Sixty Two and Boone are like the main spaces there.
0: Sick. All right. So this week we've got a couple different things that we might talk about. Mm-hmm. Very varying topics. I have a question that I want to answer in. I have a couple other discussions that we're going to bring up, and we'll just see where we go, kind of freestyle. This may be a really long one. This may be a really short one, depending on how deep we go. We'll see what we get. And I can't wait for Simon's rabbit hole this week. Last term, last oh, there's so been hole. like five-minute rabbit holes. So I've okay. just been sitting there like... I wonder if I lost anyone they started listening to it they're oh. like Ugh. no I'm sure like people <laughs> are just hearing it and they're just being like captured by the awesomeness you'll never like, hear it again that's Cause it Cause oh, yeah. we recorded it we got it on on the
1: yeah but like if if someone asks me he's like like you, you know what did you talk about I was like I don't know it just I blank out there you go it just happens like so the hangover scene when you see the stew or whatever his name is um and he's, like, doing the crap... T- I don't know, Hangovers on TV the other day. When he's doing the crap table thing, you see all, like, the n- the, the numbers, numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what kind of... kind of
0: glazed over with... A little bit. Um, but we got, we got it on tape, at least, because I'm glad you didn't say it off air. And then I'm like, dude, you've got to say <laughs> that again. you're like, no, no, no. I don't know, <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's get this one out of the way first, because I feel this might be an easy one for Simon to punch out, is... Um, Cubs before training. Yeah, um, Talk so for the process, this is a question one of the guys in the gym asked us.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and and so carbs before training. This is kind of part of the Strongfoot protocol, which I've been doing since October, and has been it's been a really fun process uh, for me, and and it's just basically using food for what you need it for, uh, and that was you know there's the tradition of like you know you have balanced meals every time. There's nothing wrong with that, uh, and then what StrongFit or Julian is really kind of coined his thing is um, he calls it the odor regulation nutrition. And the whole idea is like you're using food to to fuel what you need it for. So fat is basically idle. You can have it all the time. They're dense calories, and it's good just to fuel every whatever you need it, uh, everyday stuff. Um, Protein is purely for recovery. Mm -hmm. And then carbs is for activity. So the whole idea is like, okay, you're about to be active and do stuff, carbs. And that's literally as complicated
0: as it gets. And, and sorry to interrupt, is that versus the, uh, the common nutrition, um, idea that carbs post training for recovery?
1: Yeah. And that's where, um, he's diving
0: into stuff maybe
1: a little bit differently. So, um, so he's going, you know, you need to put fuel in the car before you use it. You can't. Drive right. a car in an empty tank. Oh, you agree? Drive to the location and put petrol in. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So th- that's kind of the mechanism he talks about. But the whole idea is you're trying to control your state. Um, and, you know, he would dive back into stuff. So he talked about the Vikings, stuff like that. So what they do, they had like alcohol. So they had mead, which is beer and honey. Two things to stimulate a very good fight response to you and go lift heavy shit or go to war or whatever. So he's, he just used that idea. He just went, well, okay, this has been going on for generations. Why can't we use something similar? Like, and he says, if you want to PR your deadlift, have a shot of whiskey, a couple spoons of honey, and then go crazy music and go lift shit.
0: I'm not gonna doubt that. I'm not gonna. that. Yeah. I've <laughs> done that before. Where I've had a couple of drinks at lunchtime and come back in, and I had a real good workout. Yeah, yeah. No, but so, uh, that, that, so those people. are
1: some of the ideas. So the whole idea he's trying to control your states, meaning you know you have your flow state, you have your which is he, he'll call it fight under pressure. You can just stay there. Fight is like you're just going all out. Flight is you're gonna lose the fight. You gotta run away and freeze is the stop stop mechanism, and so you're using carbs to stimulate a fight response to be active, right? To go do stuff. So and a good way to think about it, and I've tried to think about it in different ways, is if you're, you know, you have a fight with your significant other, you go to work and you, you know you, your boss gives you a hard time or whatever. Um, what tends to happen, and, and it's you know I could be I can say, I've done it before as well, is you, as soon as that moment happens, your, tr- your body is trying to change your state. And the quickest way to change your state, you'll end up trying to binge eat some sort of sugary thing. Okay. Uh, and then that just is trying to cha- alter your state. So this is a cool way to alter your state, meaning you're trying to go from this anxious state to this fight state. So carbs is a good way to do that. And that's the reason why he wants carbs before you train, or even if it's are longer sessions, even intra, so during training, and then keeping it at that. Um now, this is some of this stuff I've learned, carbs post-workout is the whole idea. It stimulates an insulin response, so cortisol stops, the stress hormone stops. So it's just a, it's a lever. And he's like, yeah, that that's right. So uh, for me, I've kind of kept it at that window. But then the type of carbs you're having within that window are very high glycemic, meaning they're going to be very... Um, they're going to be quite sugary they're gonna be like easy to digest so you're not gonna have fucking broccoli before you train it might be honey rice honey like very easy to digest stuff rice and honey there you go (laughs) i think add some little coconut cream in there you can have magic yeah right so and so the whole idea behind that is just to stimulate get you in this fight state and push it now nothing too crazy like you shouldn't have a food baby after it uh but the whole idea behind that is you can go kick ass, take k- take names, finish the workout. Cool. When you're done, you're meant to change your state, which means you're meant to go into this recovery state. So that's when carbs takes a day off, and it's more protein and fat. And that's when normally the evenings happen. W- how much food are you consuming before training? How soon before training to? I mean, uh, he does everything by feel. So for me, it's like if I know I'm gonna have a really this session is gonna be horrendous, you naturally want a little more. Sh- Carbohydrates. If it's going to be just an more of a flowy style workout, I'm not going to need that much. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. So if I know if I'm going to be doing these very heavy, very sprinty based stuff, like you kind of want more carbohydrates. And then yeah. when you're doing more like just long, flowy, if it's just movement skill work, the intensity is not going to be crazy high. Like you, you don't really need much. And then the, the litmus test was for me is th- if I did it wrong, I'd notice afterwards. So, like, if it, I didn't have that many carbs and then I trained, maybe I didn't have the best session. But afterwards, I want a lot more carbs. Okay. I crave it afterwards. Versus if I had it enough beforehand, afterwards I'm okay because yeah, my body got to use it. Gotcha. Uh, and then vice versa, if I did really like loads of carbs and the session wasn't that hard, i was just like, well, maybe I mean maybe I need a nap later on. So it's kind of like these interesting switches I've had when I've been playing around with it. Um, and then from there, what I've done is I've, I've eliminated protein from that equation. So during training time, I actually don't have protein. And then I, I just purely save protein for the evening. So I know that's a more of a loaded question, but, uh, not a loaded, loaded, question. Answers, loaded right answer. answer. Um, so, but in general, to answer the question more specifically carbs before training, just basically just helps stimulate what you need to do. You need to go into workout, attack it, do whatever. That's your activity. Um, so you're using carbs to fuel your activity. Now the amount. Depends on what you're doing. Um, but I'll keep it on very simple carbohydrates, some stuff which is very easy to digest.
0: Sweet. That was way more than I bargained for with that. <laughs> that, was, that maybe the rabbit hole's already happened today. It's happened. That's all right. It's happened. It's gone. All right, next thing I want to talk about is, um, is feeling guilty about um, how much, like, could be anything, could be how how much time you spend at work, could be how much time you spend training, could be how hard you go on your workout, or could be socializing. And just kind of the culture that I've just experienced, hints of it a couple times lately, where I'm kind of like, oh, it's interesting that that person would say that or think that. And I'm pretty neutral when it comes to, I don't get offended very easily. So no. someone can say something to me. I'll tell you a funny story in a second. Um, can say something to me and I can, Absorb that information, process it, and not be butthurt about it. Like, Which is, now I think way too many people get way too sensitive about things, A. But B, the funny thing I was gonna say is I was speaking to, <laughs> speaking to Amy yesterday, she's like, I've gotta learn to say things to people about their bodies without offending them. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, well, I don't get offended if someone says to me, It's like, oh, you squat weird, or you do something weird, or da 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 da. And like, she's like, Yeah, cool, I've, that's good information, I'm gonna use that. So she's very, like, blunt when it comes to explaining people. It's like, Oh no, this is terrible, stop doing this. And she's like, I've gotta try and mask stuff a little sure. bit better just so I'm not like offending people by trying to fix that because she's doing a lot of movement based stuff. Um, and some people work really hard to get better at movement stuff, and then just because someone comes along and says, "Oh, hey, you like still squat like shit," like to not to say it in a way that's nicer to receive the information. Yeah. Um. Maybe that's another tangent, actually. But yeah, so feeling guilty about on on not feeling guilty about when people make comments about, oh, uh, how many workouts have you done this week? Or sure. we talked we spoke about it with Max when Max on the podcast is. When you go out and you don't want to drink, and people make you feel bad for mm-hmm. for not drinking, or or vice versa, you want to have a drink, and people are like, "Oh,
1: so uh, sparkling water, please."
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, and it's just,
1: I mean, end of the day, it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you're the only one who gives a shit about it, and, you, and you're creating a scenario in your head. Uh, and, and I'm 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 bad at that. Like, like if I'm going okay, especially if I'm people who I get along with and I feel quite close, I'm like, cool, like okay, I wasn't gonna drink. Hey, I'm having a beer. Oh, fuck it. I'll have a beer too. And it's just uh, like... Uh, I was waiting like, for you to like, tell me uh, what uh, you're like like quite
0: bad at because I, like, I think you're quite good at not building up the stories in your head. I think you're very um, well, I, I, honest I, and very open. I,
1: like, I, ha- you know, I, I have conversations in my head. But no, it's just uh, like the more I've done work for CrossFit and ran gyms and coach people, the more I just kind of like there's certain things I like doing and there's certain things I don't like doing. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And it's like, and it's totally fine. It's like, uh, and I won't, make myself feel bad. It's like, look, I'll I hang out with people who I like hanging out with and they challenge me, they make me better. We have good conversations. We're not really having shitty small talk conversations. I'm like, who cares? We don't have time for that. Yeah. Um and it's like so like it a lot of times like, oh like, you know, you're always busy and so I'm like I'm like, okay. And it's I don't I just I don't th- I don't know. I, I find time quite precious. And uh, you talked about it before. We also talked about off-air. Like you have priorities and core values. Yeah. If something fits in that, cool, I'll make it happen. If it's just something where, and I'll, I see this as people who are, they want something off me because they see me as value or they, they want to, it. like, oh, okay, if I'm in his circle, then I might be able to talk. And then I, I, I sniff that out very quickly and I'm like, cool, cool. I'm most probably not going to see that person again. And so I just have that, idea of like cool this is the stuff i like to have it's like the perfect day formula these are the things I, lo- I want to ha- happen in my day um if it's coaching seminar uh, spending time with annette my fiance. like i just want to do things that i enjoy and i'm like i want to keep it as simple as that yeah. and then when it comes to you know make you feel guilty it's like oh like you know you never hang out with the boys anymore i'm like okay well maybe we actually make a plan to do something versus us like you just throw it on me because yeah. that's what I normally feel is like oh well you haven't messaged me i will like you could message me too like it, it kind of goes to those weird conversations sometimes
0: and that's a great example and I think that's a, another thing of like are you okay with it and yeah. like yeah I'm fine with that yeah. so oh you oh you don't go out drink anymore like no I don't I, um,
1: Gary V he says some great stuff I mean he says a lot of fucking great stuff but he, he posted a video on Instagram. I don't know how long ago it was. it was. I know it was relatively recent, like a couple of weeks. And he, go, he has um, zero judgment. So if he was meant to go do work but ended up watching YouTube videos, I was like, I don't care. Yeah, It was just like, now, it, it's like, did he, he'll end up getting the, the work done he needed to do. True. But, but he, just, he just does that and it's no judgment.
0: But I think as well is as long as you're okay. So for yeah. me, is someone asked me how how's your week going, and I was just like, yeah, it's good. Like I'm having a productive week, not just a busy week. And for me, I'm very guilty of being very busy and not always getting a lot of work done. Mm. So for me, if it's like yeah, you, I, yeah, I'm gonna leave it. for so busy versus
1: like pro, you know what people 100%. say productive, yeah.
0: But then if I leave the gym at five and I'm not here from six to eight, six in the one to eight p.m. and someone makes a comment about me leaving, <laughs> I can take that with a pinch of salt yeah. because I'm just like, yeah, but I've done everything I could possibly do today in the time that I have available and I left. Yeah. And then if I'm lying to myself and, and going, yeah, you didn't actually do that much, then I can feel guilty about it and be okay about feeling good about it, but do something about it.
1: But a self-assessment from you. 100%. You're not, you're not using other people, not, which is a lot of
0: people who is the other way around.
1: They, they, they look at other people as their guideposts, and then they want either feedback from them or appreciation or a compliment. And goes, I'm going to go in the right direction. I'm like, well, that's only going to go so far, isn't it?
0: And I'm okay. sure that's the, the case in the workplaces. Where we have oh. the luxury of not being a, in a nine to five confinement, but yeah, I hear yeah, all yeah. the time about people going. Yeah oh, you're leaving at five? Like, what well, is this? Like, oh, yeah, I got here at seven. Like, where were you? And mm-hmm. that type of thing. And and I think that could be a very, like, hostile environment for people to... You mentioned it earlier. Oh, I think that's kind of, like, the cheating thing that we we're talking about is yeah. people will throw each other over the bus. Oh, so-and-so leave, left at five today yeah. instead of staying till eight. So it's like, well, so-and-so got here at seven. Where the fuck were you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, they, they and they do that to try and make themselves feel better for whatever reason. And I think... Like, just, just be okay. Like, I, you know, if you have if you have a couple, of, you know, if you have a date night or whatever, you have a couple of glasses of wine, awesome. Who gives a shit? And I it's had a like, couple of
0: glasses of wine last night.
1: Amazing. And it's just like, hey, you know, and you go, know people, well, wh- why did you drink? I was like, because it was date night with yeah. the missus and we had a great conversation and it was a great night. Yeah. And then it's like, you can't, you know. Fuck you. It it gets to that
0: sort of point because <laughs> uh, as long as you're okay with that, yeah,
1: and it's fine. like it's be, and it's totally fine. Like I have no admiration to go do competitive stuff. I'll train anywhere between, depending on how much I'm traveling, three four times a week, and I'm okay with that. And then I know since I've done more golf now that I've I've had to spend more time playing golf, so I haven't always had enough time to train. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh, it's it's a justification I've made. Exactly. And uh, you're okay
0: with that. that's the most important yeah, thing.
1: So now I just have this really awesome golfer tan, which really is getting, awesome is getting ridiculous. Tan.
0: Yeah. Um It looks like you're wearing a pair of shorts and T shirt when you've got no clothes on. Mate. And Not that, that I've seen that. No. No, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a hundred percent about you being confident that you're doing the best you can to get what you want out of things if you have zero aspirations and you've got no training goals and you don't go to the gym you shouldn't feel guilty about not going to the gym mm-hmm. if you want something out of your training and you want to come to the gym and you're putting as much work as you need to to get what you want out of it then yeah. be, be fine with that don't let anybody else's opinion on whether you're training and un- as much as they are or someone else's perceptions of how much work you're putting in skew that as long as you're happy and content with the amount of effort you're putting into what you want
1: yeah, and then uh, I mean, there's a there's a meme that goes around. It's like um, the less fucks you give, the happier you'll be. Yeah, totally. And it's purely, simple. and it's like, and and it's really funny because as you get older, that becomes more and more apparent. Yeah, you just stop giving a shit about everyone around you. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we, like, <laughs> we, like, you know, as coaches, like, we care a lot about people. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when it comes to your own
0: time, I don't really care what people. Hundred percent. And again, when as the older I get, the more I'm just like, yeah, that's. Th- th- Less important to me, like so many things become less important, and time becomes more precious, and you have to spend your time on what you want to spend your time on, and not be caught with us like, oh, I got to go to this social gallery and I got to do this. It's mm-hmm. like, no, you don't just say no. Exactly. You want to sleep, you go and sleep, guys. It's yeah. absolutely fine. I mean,
1: I, I, I always joke around. I know, I know, talk to you about it. Like, I'll do a seminar, and like the next day. I'm, I don't really want to do that much. Everyone thinks I'm really busy, and I'm just like, what did you do? I stayed home all day, yeah. and I watched Netflix, and maybe I jumped on the computer. And I was just like, because for me, it's I need that recharge, because after those two days of being full on, looking after the team and the seminar, make sure they have the best weekend and the, and best CrossFit experience that they've had, it's just like, that thing's out of you. Yeah, so sure. I, I need that recharge time. So that, that's something that's, you know, If I've had a few busy classes on this, you'll see me, it looks like I'm just talking to myself, but you'll see me just sitting in a car for 15 minutes, like, and it's just me to just almost changing hats. And my cool coach hat comes off. Yeah. yeah, And it's just important. Yeah. And I need that. And it's just like, it's, I think when you keep the same hat on or you, I don't know, you just use everyone else's a litmus test. I think that's when your expectation becomes super high. It's like, oh, what does so-and-so think about me? versus just like just be just appreciate that uh, of who you are and the friends that
0: you have and be grateful for good things that happen to you i think i've like, i've been trying to do something i listened to i think it was a jason califa podcast and he was talking about how at the end of every day there's three things that he checks in on mm-hmm. um and it was his did he do something positive for his business or productive for his business? Has he done something to strengthen the relationship he has with his family? And has he done something for his own physical health, like his own training? And I thought, oh, that was really cool. And I've been trying to do that at the end of the day, um, just doing a little checklist is just like, I might actually turn into something more formal and start. I don't journal or do a gratitude journal or anything like that at the moment. But I'm kind of like, well, did. Today, have I done something that moved my business forward? Have I done something that strengthened my relationship with them? And have I done something that improved my fitness and my health? And if I have done something for those all all three things in that day, or have I done things that hurt those three things, then that's a good or a bad response to me. So at the end of the day, if I, if I get three ticks on those three things, I'm like, good day. Well, we'll that That's today. mental journaling, right? Yeah.
1: And I think um, you having that, it's just going, and you. But then you're also looking for them like, cool, what three thing, awesome things happened today, and yeah. you're just giving yourself categories, yeah. and it's small, consistent progress. Like you're never gonna go. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking into. I like finance. I like investing now. It's kind of like you know the Tesla stock went from like three hundred dollars to like a thousand for a day. And people are like, Oh okay, that's a huge jump. But then you look back at it, the stock hadn't moved for almost five years. Wow. But there was small consistent progress within the company. So it's the same thing here. You're making small consistent progress with the gym, your relationship with your self development. And at some point people were like, Whoa. You, like all of a sudden it just pops out of nowhere. Like you know, you're number one on the podium. I'm like, Yeah, but I you know, when my phrase is work pays off. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so, sure. That's cool. That's a cool talk. I'm trying to think what's
0: so Okay, this is going to be a fun one. Let's let's do this one. This is we've touched on this before. Um, oh, hang on, we get Oops. this back on. We've touched we've touched on this before, and I know it's because you've been reading the book or listening to the book, mm. so it's come in conversation with me and you, and on air a couple of times. Yeah. Um, mm. But what happens? Sophie asked me this question, we had a good conversation about it and we talk about this a lot and I, it's a massive part of my belief system and uh, a, one of the values on the podcast is having a why for your for your goals and mm-hmm. not just having goals, um, but what happens when you reach your goal and then what do you do next and what, how, how do you handle, like you've heard of this, there was um, uh, Tyson Fury when he beat Klitschko was depressed for like three months, like uh-huh. clinical depression because he'd reached this goal and all he ever wanted to do was beat this guy and he beat this guy and he was like, what do I do now? Yeah, And um, I think, and I had the conversation with Sophie before and it was, yeah, I think, cause if you have a goal, which you mentioned before, is having like a finite goal, there's an end point. It's like, this is what I wanna do. When you get there, what happens next is different from having a motivation as to why that goal is important. So for example, is, uh for me, my wife train is to inspire and be a role model for people who are members of my gym. The goal is to then squat a certain amount, qualify for this competition and do that. When I hit those goals, I'm still gonna want to uh, inspire the people that train under me. So just because I qualify for this competition, I'm not going to then be like, oh, I'm done now. What do I do next? And uh, yeah,
1: and, uh, and that's what's also about that. You've given small, finite, small targets, yeah. the numbers that you want to hit. And then there's this infinite goal, which is kind of the full circle around it is like you want to inspire and yes. lead, lead from the front and, you know, um, within the gym. And I'm going, that doesn't end. Mm. <laughs> and it's just like, um, so there's like a game of football. And you play a game, there's gonna be a winner and a loser. Where something like I'm a big geek, so World of Warcraft, that game doesn't fucking end. Yeah. Like it just keeps going. They they keep adding stories to it and more um, lore to, to to that world where you see people who've been playing it for fifteen years. So that's the idea of an infinite game where like we have one life. It like it's there's a loss, nothing can go on there. If you just hit like, Hey, I want my dream job, cool, then what? Yeah. Or you get the, the car that you always wanted, cool, well, then what? Like, you don't get, you know, you meet the girl of your dreams, you get married, like, cool, I've won relationships, and now you know, you got to keep that relationship together. Yeah. Like, th- it's it's all those things where people who generally see they're in this, like, just hitting this target, what happens? So, clients who try to get a specific body comp goal, they want to look a certain way, and they went on this crazy, awesome cut, they did all the training for three months, they got the shape they wanted, they did the before and after shots, it was awesome. Now what happens six months after that? Yeah. And it's like, uh, I saw EC, who's got optimized immune uh, nutrition, and, and she's awesome. And the way she can convey messages is great. He's like, yeah, you know, the, the everyone did these like three week detox shake diets. And it's like, everyone just forgot, like there's, you're still alive after three weeks. Yeah. You still have to figure out what's going there. So I think having these infinite goals or things, you, I don't want to say you want to achieve, but like, look, work, we train, we train two, three times a week and a more, in a sense, habit based versus like end goal based. Uh, and then all those cool stuff will happen. And even if you're aiming for something that's maybe not going to happen for a year from now, how do you create smaller steps? And I think being able to break goals down that way, because, um, I mean, when I was working with a coach, like a life coach, a performance coach, she was like, come up with a goal that looks crazy that you won't be able to do it. And then, create a sexy goal so like whatever the Superman awesome plan and then from there is okay well how do you get that goal I said a year how do you get that six months Mm. how do you go from six months to three months and I'm like well I need to do this this, this." so you just get rid of all the fluff but then it just gives you one a laser like focus for a specific goal but then afterwards all like you said it generally stems to a why why do you want to achieve that goal and it might be Whatever, and it's generally for self stuff. So if it's a body comp stuff, you want to be able to go to the beach, take your shirt off, and be comfortable with it. Or you want to be able to t- train and take your top off. Or you may um, you want to look a certain way or train a certain way so you can go out and have date night guilt free, whatever the case is. Like, there's specific reasons why you want to do that. And I think your why is the infinite. Your, the what you do. Um, or what you want is the the finite side of things. It's just like I I, I want to look good. Well, I want to lose weight. That's finite. Yeah. Well, well, how much? Well, I don't know. Well, well how long? Well, I don't know. Exactly. And yeah. So like, so why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to do this? Why? Why 100%. do you why do you train so much in a gym and, and
0: especially with training goals as well? So yeah. it's just like oh I wanna I wanna be able to snatch this weight. It's just like okay why do you wanna snatch yeah. that weight? As soon as they
1: hit it, one they want it in half the time, and then two when they hit it, they're like Cool, well, I wanna add twenty pounds to it. Yes. And I'm like okay,
0: <laughs> so what's the real goal? So exactly, and I I think this is what keeps people accountable as well because you can have a goal and you can hit the goal, and there's so it's either you hit the goal and then what or you stop focusing or you're not motivated to hit the goal because you realize the goal isn't actually important. Like, no one gives a fuck if you can snatch 100 pounds. No one actually cares outside of you. And you probably don't even care that much. But what's going to keep you motivated to hitting that goal is having a very strong reason why that's important to you. I want to hit 100 pounds because this reason. And that reason is the motivation. Or I want to lose 10 pounds. It's like, if you lose 10 pounds, probably maybe like four people are going to notice it. Someone say, oh, you look good. That's it. And it's not actually going to change your life at all. But the reason why you want to lose the ten pounds, like you said, oh, it's to impress a partner, or you want to look better naked, or you want to have the confidence to take your shirt off at the beach. Mm-hmm. That is going to motivate you ten pounds. If you know you've got a boat party in three months or three weeks time, and you've got to like lose a pound before then, so you feel confident, that's going to be way more motivated than step on the scale and losing
1: the Yeah, a pound. And then like you can change that up because I know we always go gym-related stuff. You think your business is like me asking, well, how many members you got?
0: Yeah. Like that's like,
1: well, Like you know, this is like well but if you every gym's different every gym has different break even numbers bottom lines i'm like cool like my gym in the uk for me to break even was 60 members I was always averaging around 100 plus, just over 100, and that was more than I ever wanted, and I was happy with that. Whereas, like, you go to somewhere else, like, oh, you know, I got 300 members. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. But yeah, but I need, I need you 600. Made, like another 400. Yeah. Yeah, and all, I'm like, well, you well, said so n- number is just a number. So where it's like, okay, well, here, here's my business. I'm trying to make small consistent improvement towards the goal, and you're trying to create a culture and a community around that. That's your infinite goal. You want to create a place where people can come in and train and you have a great community around it where it makes it fun to train and you make some awesome friends around, along, along the process. That's it. What happens in the gym and PRs and whatnot, those are small finite things that happen. That's a kind of the byproduct. But what happens is you have a bunch of people that you love hanging out with. And you know, if this gym, the gym will be around for like 50 years, you'll still have the same friends. And that's, yeah.
0: that's, and that's what it is. I think we'll call it a day there, Simon. As, as always, powerful stuff. Rand Central. <laughs> R- Rand Central. <laughs> um, I had a question for you. I followed this yesterday. I was going to ask you something. Okay. And I, I have no idea why I was thinking this, but do you have a favorite bridge?
1: Bridge? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mount Takao is where I proposed to another.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah mine's, um, I can't remember the name of it, the one in Abu Dhabi. I think it's Sheikh Mohammed something okay. road, the bridge on there. But I was thinking about it yesterday, and I was like, why do I have a favorite bridge? It's a random sure. thing. And I realized that... My, that my bridge is, is small, though. Like, it's not, like... Great, yeah. but that's, a, that's important. Yeah, yeah, but my yours is significant. Yeah. Mine's just because I like the structure of it, the architecture. Yeah. Do you know what impresses me? Things that are balanced. Mm. So, like, if I took this pen and was able to balance it on my microphone, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty neat. That's balancing my microphone. But. Uh, and then, like, think yeah. that's structured. So when you see, like, pieces of art or buildings or structures that are kind of, like, not super abstract but unique and there's, like, oh, there's a symmetry there or a balance Wha- or...
1: Like, how, do you get kind of mesmerized by the rock balancing people? Like, they see them balance, like, these weird ang- rocks and weird angles and it somehow stays up? I wouldn't say I get mesmerized. I think it's cool. I watch it. I'm like, I'm like, how long have they spent trying to balance that rock? But you know
0: when you get, like, a half, like, can and you balance it on the side of the thing? I'm yeah. just like, that's just so cool. Have a good
1: week, guys. Balance things.